There's a clap. Here it is. Starting the show off. Let's do it. Take two. What's up, y'all? Uh, this is the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening and or watching the podcast. My favorite podcast to do. What's wrong with Matt Boyd? Episode number 28. Tom Brady's going to the goddamn Super Bowl, and I'm pissed about it. I'm not happy. I'm unenthused about Tom Brady going to the fucking Super Bowl this year. Um, I, I you know what? It's it's like if he wins, maybe he's done. Maybe he retires. The last thing he had to do was prove that he could do it without Belichick. You know, last week I spent a lot of time talking about how I want nothing to do with talking about. Uh, athletes and their off-field goings-on and after after like really digesting and really thinking about and fucking just kind of worrying and and hating the idea of of what's going through Tom Brady's brain I want to I really want to know why he takes it so personally that that like people liked him and Bill Belichick together. I want to know what Bill said. What did Bill say and what did Bill do to her old butt hurt Brady? What happened? Because you know that that's everything that's driving Tom Brady is that he wants to prove that he can win without Bill Belichick. Why? Why? Why do you care so much, Tom Brady? You're both great, and you did great things together. Why are you so upset that people put you two together? It never seems like Belichick is is upset that that he could only win with Tom Brady. He clearly couldn't win without him. And I just don't get why why Tom hates it so much. It's like pure sociopathy and like pure um narcissism is to be like no i'm i'm also great by myself you can't just be great around other great people you have to be great by yourself you just think up of all this bullshit in your head you know like people just spend so much time it's that ego dude somebody give tom brady acid let's get that ego out of that boy he's the e-goat you know what i mean it's a bad joke um I, I just, to to like be the greatest quarterback of all time, but then at the same time being like, you know what, that's not enough. I, I have to prove that I also don't need a great coach. It's like, what what if you just chilled? What if you just chilled out a little bit, you know? I don't know, is that exactly the opposite of what I was saying last week? It might be, but that's how I feel. So leave me alone about it. I'm not going to stop, so quit asking. <laughs> I don't know why, but that is my favorite meme of all time. It's It's got to be my favorite meme of all time. Just the way people use it. Nick Saban, man. Shout out Nick Saban. Now that Bill Belichick fucking sucks, and I'll have Tom Brady in my life, i got to move on to someone else. Some other great. I'm going to become an Alabama fan. What if I just became a Crimson Tide fan in my 20s, dude? What kind of a piece of shit would I be? changing teams in my late 20s changing like levels of play altogether i've never cared about college sports i just become a crimson tide guy 
people are going to be like, Matt, stop just following great teams. And I just got to be like, I'm not going to stop. So quit asking. (laughs) I don't know why, but I just love that meme so much. It's up there with, it is what it is. (laughs) I'm going crazy, man. Sobriety's making me go crazy. I've had too much. I've had too much of reality. I've been out here raw dog in reality for what? Twenty five days? Twenty four days. Um, it's actually going great. I don't I don't mind it at all. You really you really find out what it's like to play just like right above the level of everybody else that's drunk and or high. Uh when you spend time around fucked up people when you are not fucked up you really find i don't know why i say it like e40 fucked up uh but i i've been doing uh, obviously i've been doing a lot of comedy shows i don't mean to brag but i do a lot of shows for free um and i've been doing them sober and people you know are always uh uh audience members comedians everybody's just always fucked up at these shows and uh it's it like when you when you like kind of it's really hard to be sober and to like look a fucked up person in their eyes it it's it's fucked up in and of itself <laughs> this is a fucking this is a bad episode that i'm gonna let roll you guys are gonna finally get to see what a bad episode looks like um it's uh it, i was i did a show last night at this place called Dreamland. Um, it's a, I don't know what it is, but it's a, they had putt-putt golf, and they had a bunch of stages, and they had like tennis courts, and uh, it's in Dripping Springs, Texas. That's how they name shit out here. Dripping Springs. What a ridiculous name for a place for people to live. There's a mayor of Dripping Springs. Imagine being the mayor of Dripping Springs. Let's see what his name is. Is it fucking Candy Ohulan? You can't name you can't name a town Dripping Springs and expect me to be okay with them having Congress women and men. You know? Uh, what do I look up? Dripping. Dripping Springs. What a stupid name for a place. It sounds like a tile on Candyland. Dripping Springs. Mayor. Do they have mayors? Do cities have mayors? I don't even know. Um, Let's see. Mayor and city council. The city of uh, Dripping Springs. <laughs> sounds like that's where Willy Wonka grew up. Dripping Springs. Stupid name. Um, place and area of oversight. I don't... The mayor, Bill Folds Jr. Okay, that's easy enough. Um, the mayor's pro team, Talin Manassian. Wade King. Now I'm just giving out people's names. Public office, I don't give a shit. Um, that wasn't as funny as I thought it'd be. Uh, shout out to Ben Folds Jr. What was his name? Stephen Folds? Uh, Bill Folds. Bill Folds Jr. Shout out. The king. The king of Dripping Springs, you know? Um, but I was in Dripping Springs last night, 
and uh, I was at Dreamland. It was it, it's a very cool place. It they were having there was a there was a dating app that was having a festival. A dating app put on a day festival, and they had it. Uh, there was like I think three or four stages, um, and they would have music at some of them, and then at one of them they had stand up comedy all day long, and and a bunch of me and my friends and my colleagues here in Austin, uh, the Greater Hill Country area performed uh different sets within the day and um the the place was very nice like the place is very clean it was very cool they had that thing where they just have all of these taps of beer so the the comedy stage was in the bar area it was the only one that was indoors and uh they they had like all that thing where it's like you pour your own beer you just put your card in the wall, and then you can pour a beer. And uh, it was like there were like TVs everywhere, um, and then there was a there was like a putt putt course all around the place. And it was re- it was the it was like really nice. I don't know why I, I keep bringing up that it was nice, but I it was everything was clean and colorful. The trees had lights in them. You know, it kind of looked like Bonnaroo. Um, but it was not nearly as big or uh, cool as Bonnaroo. It was also raining, and it was mostly outside. Um, but there were, you know, people playing music, and then there was the comedy stage, and the comedy stage was in the the bar area, um, and it was very loud, and the sets were mostly terrible. Um, nobody was listening. People were just yelling at a fucking dating app festival in the middle of a pandemic in Dripping Springs, Texas. You know, this this is the setup, okay? Um, and uh, people were just getting fucked up the entire time. And it was crazy because I had never been in a situation. I mean, it, it, was, it was like, you know, peak Matthew back in the day if I was out also getting fucked up in the middle of the day at a festival in Dripping Springs, Texas, I would have been a pig in shit. I mean, you you could just run around. There's free pizza everywhere. You could play tennis. I could have played putt-putt. There were people playing music, and I could have done a comedy set. It would have been my fucking dream. But I showed up, and I was, I was game time, baby. I put on my game face, and I was ready to play. I wasn't there to mess around. I was there to win, you know? And everyone around me was completely fucked up the entire time. People are going to think that's a soundboard because I think I'm doing it really well. Um, and uh, and it's really hard and it sucks to talk to people while they are, you guessed it, fucked up and you aren't. It's very hard to do. I don't like doing it. Um, and, and you also realize, like, I, I would see people do comedy just very drunk. And uh, I was like, was that what I look like when I would? And that would have been me. If I if I wasn't, like, purposely staying away from drinking, I would have had two just because I hated the situation. And then I would have had, like, three more just because I was bored. And then I would have gone up 
and I would have forgotten my jokes, and I would have done bad, maybe racist, definitely sexist crowd work, and I I would have, you know, bombed, and then I would have gotten off stage, and I would have thought I killed, you know? Um, but instead, I was sober, and I was I was playing MC, dude. I was trying to be the master of ceremonies, you know? I was trying to walk in there, fucking the bantam phantom of the opera, and just kind of sit in the background and fuck with people's minds and shit and uh and it worked i did i did pretty very well um but it's it's a very uncomfortable feeling it's a very um uh uh uh, uncharted territories for your boy being like in a in a like a, a kind of an area for people to get the whole thing is tailored around people wanting and being able to get fucked up and I'm not uh was a very weird I haven't been in that situation yet and I think I liked it I think that I I liked kind of being in control of it all um but but it was a little uncomfortable and I didn't know how I felt about it and then when it was all over it was the fucking best um and then I came home and I watched uh I watched fucking the hot sauce boss, Dustin Poirier, beat the brakes off of Conor McGregor. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I love UFC, dude. I had no idea. I've watched maybe five UFC cards in my entire life. Shout out the king of comedy, Conor Larson, uh, for putting on watch parties in Nashville for UFC events. Um, It's the only time I've ever watched UFC, and then I bought the pay-per-view for uh Poirier. How do you say it? Is it French? Poirier? Poirier. 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 Um Dustin Poirier. Beat the brakes off of the King Conor McGregor. It was the coolest thing. I I I didn't know how much I loved it. I didn't know how much fun it was to watch someone just get their fucking face melted in by someone else's fist. It's the weirdest thing in the world to watch. It it doesn't feel right, and I don't know anything about the sport, and I have more guttural, like, primal reactions to shit than I do when I watch, like, football, which is something that I know so much about. I know everything about football. I'm practically Adam Schefter. Um, and and I don't know anything about MMA. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know which one is jujitsu. I don't know uh I don't know anything about the I don't know what ground and pound means. I th- I feel like every time they say ground and pound, they're just explaining the sport. Isn't the whole sport either ground or pound? I don't know what that means. Um I don't I just found out last night I had to google it that at uh at 10 seconds left in every round some dude just hits two pieces of wood together. <laughs> I didn't know, I had no idea what was going on. I watched uh I watched a lot of the, a lot of the matches and the prelims and the main guard and like six fights in I was like Who's got the clappers? You know those little cla- those hands that you can clap together, those little plastic hands that you can clap together? It sounds like those, except really big. 
And I was like, why has one guy got a damn clapper? Why why does somebody confiscate that shit? Hey, quit it. Quit hitting those things together. Nobody was doing that. And then I looked it up. What's that clapping sound in the UFC? And at 10 seconds at the end of every round, some dude claps shit together so the fighters know that they're about to not die. Just live for 10 more. That sound literally means for somebody in the ring at all times, you just have to live for 10 more seconds. And you're good. But uh, I think it's a pretty easy... I think it's probably the easiest sport to know nothing about and enjoy. Because it's 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 very simple to know when somebody wins. You know? Um, and it's very simple to know when to cheer and when something is... is when someone's balling out of control in the UFC. Because they're getting hit in the fucking face. People are hitting people in the face. Everybody knows what landing a punch looks like, and you know what to look for, you know? And when somebody gets hit in the face and they fall to the ground, you know when to cheer. Like, somebody might not know when they see, like, a two-on-one fast break in the NBA and I am st- and I stand up. They don't understand, like, why, why is that guy saying? It'd be very easy to not understand a two-on-one fast break. It would be very easy to not understand. Uh, like, you can, if, if you watch enough football, you can tell when a punt return is going to go before they even, like, break the plane of all of the defense. Like, you're just like, the, he's going to go. He's going to make it. You can just see the way that, you you just watch enough punt returns, and you know what it, it looks like when somebody's about to break. You kind of know before the camera even cuts to the outfield like if a ball's going to be a home run like you just know what it looks like but i think that if you don't watch any of those sports you you actually don't know you you're just like what what's about to happen why why are everybody so excited or like you know when when they're booing in the nfl cuz it was like supposed to be a pass interference call home team was supposed to get a call and they didn't and everybody's booing and you're on and you're with them on this one but people that, are, that don't know what they're watching, they don't know. But you can just sit my mother in front of a UFC match, and she'll know what she's looking at. She'll be she'll be flabbergasted the entire time. You know, like what do people really watch this? This is on ESPN. This is a Disney product. It's insane, but it is. I don't know how they get away with because they're uh, they're cursing like sailors in that ring. <laughs> they have potty mouths. When they close that octagon, those guys are have foul, foul language. And I don't know how they get away with that, it being a Disney product. I, I guess it's pay-per-view, and so they can get away with it that way. You have to pay to see it. You know, some, some fucko kid can't just accidentally turn on Poirier v. McGregor. They could the prelims, though. You think they tell the prelims they have to be clean? It's kind of like being a MC at a comedy club. It's like, hey, can you work clean tonight? <laughs> hey, hey, you're in the prelims. Don't call that guy a faggot. You can't do it this week. Um, I don't know. But uh, it was it was insane. And, you know, still not even knowing anything about the UFC, I kind of knew how fucking crazy it was that Connor got the brakes beat off him in the second round. 
um, that was that was insane. That was such an insane thing to see. You know, just a guy that is so good at like his personal image. He's never been knocked out. He I didn't know that until after the fight, but he's never been knocked out. Um, he submitted Khabib submitted him right. I watched that fight, um, and then everyone else I guess won in rounds. Um, maybe Nate Diaz submitted him, but he'd never been knocked out. Um, and when you see him get knocked out, you you kind of see in your head somebody that doesn't even watch a whole lot of UFC but knows a, like just you watch like one sports anything and you're gonna fucking see Conor McGregor. He's just everywhere. He's so famous, but he's really good with his image and he's kind of this just like very flamboyant, kind of like Ric Flair type personality. Um, always talking shit and always being real cock of the walk. I don't know what that means. Um, and, and just kind of, you know, really flants himself around the ring and he walks like a damn gorilla. And, you know, he's, he's, he's just a very certain type. And to see that guy weak was like a very jarring moment. You know, it was very similar to, um, last week in the NFL playoffs, um, when, when, um, Patrick Mahomes got his concussion and he tried to stand up and, and he like, he like kind of, he like fell a little bit. He like gave him the stanky leg just a little bit. And he like kind of went down like Bambi. It was, it, it was like, it was like weird to see because Patrick Mahomes, you just always see him. You just always see him doing great things at all times. He's just always doing something crazy on the football field. And then when you see that guy like looking around thinking he's at fucking Kmart and he's and he like kind of goes down a little bit. It's like it's like a ooh, God's real, you know? I don't know. Um but yeah. So the moral of the story, man, is that uh the UFC is is fucking dope. I wish I could be a guy that could really get into the UFC, but it's expensive, dude. I had to to watch that fight last night. I had to fucking pay. I think it was my grand total because you have to buy a year of Disney or ESPN Plus, and then the pay per view. It was a hundred dollars. Come on, Walt. Chill. A hundred dollars to watch. A guy get knocked out in the second round? That's all I wanted to see. I wish you could just buy individual fights where you can just pay. Because I, I, I didn't need to see anything else. All I wanted to see was Connor and Dustin. And you know what? Just make that fight like $30. But if they do that, then no one's going to pay for any of it. That's all people want to see. So they have to make you buy the whole thing. Um. That was a weird thing too, is that when I was doing my show at Dreamland, it was during the prelims of UFC two fifty seven. And there was like there was ten TVs and they were all like sixty inch TVs all on the walls, all around me. And and there was just people beating the shit out of each other. All over the wall. Right behind my head and like in front of me. In this bar. And dripping springs, Texas. And I'm just looking around and just thinking like, oh my 
God, like, how am I supposed to be funny right now? There's a couple of dudes beating the shit out of each other on every wall in this place. How am I expected to do comedy and there's men fighting for their lives on TVs all around me? It's like we do open mics and they and the the bars, you know, bars need to figure one thing out right now. You're a bar that plays sports on the TV or you're a bar that plays movies on mute, okay? And if you're going to be a bar that plays movies on mute, there needs to be a theme. There needs to be a theme to the type of movies you play. If you're going to play, like, funny movies, you play, like, Back to the Future, and you fucking play, uh, like, The Goonies, and you play, like, Coming to America and Animal House. Like, play the play the hits, Step Brothers, um, any Will Ferrell movie, Talladega Nights. Like, do, like, be that bar. Be the bar that plays goofy movies on the screen or you play uh like like act like bad action movies uh like 300 and gladiator and like the underworld movies and um fucking what else like bad boys too that's a great phenomenal maybe the best action movie of all time one of my top five favorite movies of all time bad boys too um but like play those types of movies. I would be, dude, I would be so good. A bar, I need to be on Jake Taffer's bar rescue team and I'm the guy that chooses what you play on your TV in your bar. I would be so good at that. Bars should pay me to like help build a screen aesthetic in their bar. Give me, give me one weekend, three days. That's all I'm asking. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. One weekend, let me drink for free and part. I can't do that. I'm sober. Fuck. Uh, I'll act like I'm drinking. I'll hang out with everybody. Bartender just keeps handing me just soda water, but I order vodka soda. You know, I'm one of those guys. Hey, give me a vodka soda. And I just drink soda water all night like a creep. And... I, I just like kind of get a feel for who comes into the bar, what kind of place it is, play your music. That's the other thing too. If you're going to have a jukebox or if you're going to have um, just like a Spotify playlist at your bar, theme out your music. It can be different themes on different nights, but like let's get a theme. There, there was, there's one bar in... Um, in Austin, Shakespeare's. I did a show at Shakespeare's, and it was, excuse me, it was, um, all, they just played pop punk. That's like all they played. Fall Out Boy, All Time Low, Mayday Parade, Taking Back Sunday. Great. I mean, for me personally, great. I don't know when, when I started doing Trump hands. It was great. Um, but it's the fucking color of the shirt. It just brings out, it brings out the Nick Saban and the Donald Trump in me. Um, they were just playing pop punk and and like emo. They're playing like My Chemical Romance and that shit. And it was it was great and it was a breath of fresh air. And at no point did I expect to hear you know fucking ninety nine problems or anything like that. And I I was fine with that. I was just gonna hear the pop punk hints, pop punk hints, pop punk hits all night. And I loved it. And then you go into other bars and they're playing, you know. 
Jim Jones. And they're playing 99 Problems. And they're fucking playing uh, Lil John and the East Side Boys. And I love that too. But like, I don't like jumping. I don't like jumping around. Just, just have a lane. Have a thing that you do. And you cannot be a bar. And this is the worst kind of bar. This is the worst kind of bar. Is the bar that plays like fucking The Simpsons. You can't. Don't play car- don't play any cartoons. If you play movies, great. You cannot play cartoons. There's a bar in Chicago. I don't remember what it was. Um, but it, it, and this is this, I'm just using this as the example of you can play anything and I'll watch it on mute at your bar, but don't play cartoons. Uh, there's a bar in um, Chicago when me and Chance went up there for a week. And I don't remember the name of it, but I do remember that it was in, not Boys Town, that's where the gays are. Um, what's it? There's another part of Wicker Wicker Park. Um, and it was like a nice fancy bar and they had one TV and it had Netflix connected to it. And the guy was playing, um, and it was, it, it was like, just like a, it was like a really nice swanky, do people still say that? It was like a swanky bar. Um, and the, the bartender played some fucked up movie. I don't remember what it was, but it was like a, like a horror porn, what the gore porn, like an Eli Roth type movie. just like really gory and fucked up. And I was just like, here we are. He's doing the damn thing. I was at a bar in Austin and we went upstairs where you could smoke in the bar and they were playing 80s porn, like weird, like everybody was hairy and it was in space and it was on mute and they were playing music and then on all the TVs, it was the same 80s porn just playing on the TVs, which means you better believe they had fucking VHS tapes of that shit and they hooked all the TVs up to the same VHS player and they rewound an 80s porn and they played that shit in the bar. And it was I was like, great. It's a little cheesy. It's a little like very mm, to be like we're a bar that plays porn, but like that at least you have a lane, you know. Dirty, your lane's dirty, and I'm cool with that. But pick, just pick a fucking lane, and the lane cannot be cartoons. You cannot play Space Jam. You cannot play Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You cannot play The Simpsons. You cannot play Family Guy. You cannot play American Dad. You cannot play Futurama. Do not be a bar that puts cartoons on TVs. Don't be an adult that watches cartoons on TVs. Shit's dumb. Shit's gay. So don't do it. But the bars, I don't even have to like the movies. I don't even have to have seen them. Honestly, sometimes it's better when I haven't seen them. And sometimes you just get bored at a bar. We also need to normalize... Going to bars and just looking at the TVs, you know? People don't do that. People don't fucking... You're not... Like, anytime you go to a bar... I'm guilty of this. You go to a bar and you see a guy that's sitting by himself and he's just looking at the TV, drinking at the bar, and he's kind of just looking around at everyone else having fun. You know that that guy's kind of the most at peace. He might be the most confident man in the room and he also might be the happiest. Probably not. Um... I just like to think that. 
because I've never been that guy, but I see them all the time, and I and I feel bad and I feel sad for them. But maybe I shouldn't. Maybe the guy that goes to the bar by himself and he sits all hunched over like fucking Bernie Sanders in a fucking seat and watches the fucking Underworld Rise of the Lichens on the fucking TV in a smoking indoors bar drinking well whiskey. Maybe he's happy. He's not, dude. Somebody needs it. Jake Tapper needs to. Jake Tapper needs to become the guy. He needs to quit remodeling bars, and he needs to help the regulars that are like that, like hit on the bartenders. You know, he needs to become like a doc. He needs. <laughs> he needs to have Doctor Phil in his group. There's like the guy that goes in the kitchen and is like, "There's a rat in the fryer," and then there's like the lady that knows how to how to like. You know, she's good with carpet. And then there's there's the guy uh, with the fake hair that, like, knows how to make drinks. And he, like, sets all his drinks on fire. And then there's they, he needs to get Dr. Phil in the mix. And Dr. Phil just sits at the bar with the, with the lonely guy that <laughs> watches Gladiator on mute <clears throat> by himself, you know, every once in a while says something about the president to the bartender like she gives a fuck. You know? That's a show. Did I ever say the name of this show? I don't remember. What's wrong with Matt Boyd? Episode number 27, 28, 27, 28, 28. That's it. Thanks for being here. This show, Patreon, YouTube, Spotify, the iTunes podcast app, and uh, you can like, share, subscribe, buy, preach.